Hey, he's Enzo. And she's Claire, and this is Too Long for a Voice Note, episode number four. Hello, Claire. Hello, Enzo. How are you, Claire? <laughs> Good, I'm good. All good. Yeah. I'm excited to film a, por- a podcast today. It's amazing. You should right? be. It should be. I'm very excited about my topic this week, but yeah. we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, it's really cool because this is episode number four, so it's been like a month. It's yeah. like crazy. It's, I think that's why I'm really excited because, yeah. you know, like a month seems like a milestone for us. Definitely you does. Know? Well done. It's cool. Like Quiet hand slap. <laughs> There's no, you know, touch anything. No, but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's. I think it's very exciting, and yeah, we want to also like. We're very happy because we are achieving some things now. Like yeah. we don't have only two subscribers; mm-hmm. we have twenty-four. Amazing. Look at that! Like, <laughs> we need to put some like confetti here, yeah, like, cool. <laughs> like <laughs> claps. <laughs> so but that's yeah, exciting. And... It's good, and yeah, really thank you to everybody who's watched and given us feedback. And you're telling us that the there's been a big improvement between the episodes, so we're really glad about that. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Like we are like also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow us because we have a lot of extra content and like yeah. funny stuff that we don't have here in the channel. So. Mm-hmm. It's good for you to follow us on Instagram. Yeah. You will have fun. We're a bit sillier, more ourselves. It's more silly yeah. Enzo and Claire. Yeah. Whereas on these main episodes, we try and be serious, serious. Claire and Enzo. Yeah, we try this and, is like real you know, deal. Exactly, but we're a bit, you know. So yeah, please do follow us on Instagram as well. And we're loving making it. It's so, so fun. Yes, and we hope so that cool. we're bringing some value and also bringing some laughs yeah. as well yeah that's what we hope and that's cool that we you know we're still here after a, it looks like sort of just a dramatic, <laughs> dramatic thing like we're still here I'm so grateful we're still here like you know like the actors when they have like a 20 yeah. years career and they, they won an Oscar they're like I'm happy I'm still here Literally. doing what I love mm-hmm. but yeah it's cool so yeah so Claire mm-hmm. are you ready yes. for my Enzo's secret topic of the week well I want to <laughs> I want to talk about something that's I think it's been discussed a lot in the last few years, but it's this type of things that you always need to bring it up because it's a lot of layers okay. out of it. And it's about beauty double standards. Okay. Uh, between between we, men and women. Men and women, okay. yeah. And how, like, I, I was thinking about this topic because uh, recently, or maybe like uh, two months ago, like um, the actress, the British actress and presenter Jamila Jamil, mm-hmm. um, she created kind of like you know she's always talking about these difficult topics on Twitter and she always creates kind of like polemic conversations and it gets viral because she's very like outspoken. No, I think everything started because uh, there was like a new cover of a magazine with Brad Pitt, and she I think it was Brad Pitt and she was like, oh, how weird is it? Like um, we always. When it's about men, in co- magazine covers, they always show the men as it looks like the skin, no Photoshop, mm. no retouching. Like, actually, for men, it's embraced when they look older. Okay. When it, it's like, it's embraced, it's celebrated, it's like the wrinkles, everything's like, even ans- accentuate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like fade away. Well, for women, it's always the opposite. For women, it's like a lot of airbrush, a lot of like, let's make the skin as clear as possible like if it was really bad for mm-hmm. a woman to get older while for the man is like wiser and cooler and sexy for the woman is always mm-hmm. like the opposite so it was interesting because obviously this is like a really celebrity magazine kind of thing but yeah. this translates literally to real life in all in every single sense of it okay. so um what do you feel about have you noticed about this or the covers? i actually start noticing 
since I saw her post because before I never thought about it and that says a lot. I always, you know, when you see a cover with mm-hmm. a woman in the cover, you're like, oh yeah, she's always look perfect, makeup, clear skin, like this version that it's mm. only possible to achieve on a cover a magazine. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, men are always real and cool and like, all this type of things and I never pay attention to it and since now I'm always looking at this when I see like a new cover of a magazine or something I'm always realizing this and I was like yeah it's so true yeah. and it's so like fucked up in so many ways and yeah what do you feel about it? I think it was wasn't it Pedro Pascal that it was that cover oh, maybe, you remember because maybe, I yeah. think I remember seeing that cover maybe. and thinking true, oh true. he looks really great like yeah. yeah blah 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 but you're right like Brad Pitt for sure like it's a really good example of a celebrity and also like yeah. George Clooney or something that yeah, would yeah. be a similar kind of thing I think it's just an kind of like accentuation or like a carry on from how we view women and view older women and I think that it goes really really deep because you know like if you even take it back like this might be thinking too much into it but I kind of don't think it is like Mm. the the villain the scariest villain in like Disney films is always an older woman because there's nothing scarier than an older woman or like a very offensive word it's like a hag it's true you know mm-hmm. or like a witch yeah. because it's really scary for a woman to be old and yeah. I think that's kind of where it comes from I mean I you, we could it. take this in so mm-hmm. many different ways that's one thing that I think of when you talk about that yeah. is representation of women in that kind of way and I also you're think old, you're mean and you're scary yeah something. and I think it's also I don't think we're quite past why do we think young women are beautiful? Mm. If you look at it this way, we think young women are beautiful because they're fertile. That's well, In a yeah. way. Yeah. It, I know that that's a weird thing to say because you're not sat there thinking, oh, um, you know, um, well, for example, yeah. like Jamila Jamal, she's a really beautiful woman yeah. amongst like many other amazing yeah. things that she has. But, you know, you're not thinking, oh, Jamila's so beautiful because she's fertile. Yeah. But maybe on a deep level, that's yeah. kind of like what we're thinking. And then what do sense. we do with... Of course, this is not my view, but I'm just trying to think about why, where this kind of double standard comes from. Is it really like what do we do with women who are older because they don't, they don't like fit a need in our society anymore? Is that maybe where this idea comes from? And therefore, like, but men, you know, like older men are still able to reproduce of course it's not all about this but it's sort of like it's it's a a whole different thing and it goes into like another thing of like you're still even though we've come a long way you're probably still quite surprised if like an older woman is with a younger man but it's so common for a younger woman to be with an older man of like 20 year age gap 10 year age gap you wouldn't blink an eye the other way around you'd be like oh Oh, wow okay why why is that I don't know what you think on that. It it, it has so many layers. I mean, what you think, it makes sense. But, I mean, of course, beauty is always related to being young. Because when you're younger, you look more fresh, vibrant, whatever, whatever. That's what we feel. Which makes sense because, you know, like, we're getting older. Obviously, time passes. And as everything which is organic and it's alive, it looks the best when it's, it's big kind of thing yeah right I mean but like like in a not judgment kind of thing but just like it, it is what it is 
of course, like your hair is gonna be stronger when you are twenties, or your or your bones will be stronger when you're twenties, kind of thing. But so it's why... like natural progression. I get it. But why is that attractive? Why is smooth, flawless skin attractive yeah. and wrinkles aren't attractive? What does it like? trigger in us to make us think what what's happened that we think and it it has to be something evolutionary for in my point of view like it's not you don't just think oh she's got such thick hair she's so attractive you 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 know that thick hair smooth skin is attractive but you don't really know why yeah you're not like do you get me around thinking like hmm the hair exactly yeah you're not like oh she's attractive she could be a potential like baby mama for example yeah. you don't think that and just like absolutely I'm like, not <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> well maybe some people does that i mean but do you know what i mean yeah i feel like i don't know it's a lot of level but also with women i think it's very like cultural thing because women since i don't know the 20s or whatever they're being portrayed as an beauty object and you know this type of thing like women has the purpose of being beautiful being next to a man serve the house and be like this kind of idea that women are like dolls which yeah. is very creepy and it's a state for a longer time because then i feel it's a strange how for women they have this pressure to look beautiful their whole life and when they don't look beautiful mm-hmm. they're just let themselves go they're not useful anymore yeah. what for men is much um i think that's changing though i feel like our generation like men and women in this case more men which is the point like they're taking more care of themselves mm-hmm. and they get in their 50s and the 60s and they still look great mm-hmm. and it's like a thing that's accepted but this is kind of new thing like if you think about your family probably or like friends probably Older women that are always looking better than the the older men. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I always see it, and I always see it with my family, with my friends, mm. with families, or my friend. Like sixties, seventies for a women that always look good, and then the men it always look like more. <laughs> they don't care, but, but it's kind of social thing because women are allowed to take care more of themselves than men. But then, you know, it's but so I many would, things. I would have to disagree with you there, Enzo, because yeah. it's not that they're allowed to take care of themselves. They have to take care of themselves to be accepted still. It's not hmm. It's not like... I mean, you might disagree because you're a man. Yeah. Like, but the way I see it is that the men have the option. Maybe those women want to let themselves go. Yeah, true. Maybe they don't want to. Of course, like, a lot of women, like, probably are yeah. moms, like, like, making an yeah. effort kind of yeah. thing. But maybe they feel that they can't, like, afford to let themselves go. Whereas the man can afford to, like, get a belly. Yeah. That's a very unfair stereotype. But do you know, but do you know what stereotype. I mean? I know it, what you say it's true. But also, I feel because toxic masculinity. I think we're getting into another thing here. But the thing is, I think now this is changing. But at least from ambition of it, I feel like if a man is taking too much care of himself, they're, like, gay, which is supposed to be something bad. Or okay. they're not, like... Uh, or there are too, it's too much vanity for a man. And you know, you, when you're growing up, you heard this type of things, like a man shouldn't take care of them. Or this kind of joke like, oh, she's a woman, she will take two hours to get ready, but my man will take only 10 minutes kind of thing. Okay. You know, all these little ideas that a man shouldn't t- take care of himself that much because that's women's job to do. And I think that's getting, during the time, more and more and more and it got like deeper and deeper to the point of where we are now which has been for a long time like women they need to you know if a woman if a woman doesn't take enough time taking care of herself she's like oh you know you will like kind of judge her like like oh no she just get ready in five minutes she doesn't even comb her hair so oh no that's mm, that's not okay why she doesn't take care of herself why she doesn't put makeup what is this so i think there's a lot of ideas there like 
I feel it's uh, I mean it's unfair at one point because I don't know I think some women probably they don't want to use makeup or comb them comb their hair or mm. whatever but they feel forced to because even if you go to the store and you see the magazine you will see this perfect woman so it's like a lot of pressure on that which also you know it's a model and if it's a magazine it's a different than real life because you need to understand also there's a representation mm. of something but that representation also makes have some like thing on you that make you feel that you should be like that you know what i mean I but for you. a man if i'm a, like i'm sorry to interrupt you but if i'm like a man and i'm going to the store and i see brad pitt which is i think men and women everybody agree that brad pitt looks amazing and like men they hope to look like him when okay, he's in yeah, their 50s yeah. and i go to the store and he has a recent recent cover that i think that's why i was thinking it was brad pitt okay. because jamila also comment on okay. that and he's looking really good in the cover and he's like 56 but he's wrinkles everything whatever gray hair like very natural um portrait but you see that and you're like oh i want to look like brad pitt when 56 but that's a natural picture of him that's that's not botox that's not retouching that's anything but for a woman i'm not sure like my mom will go to like i would say my mom just a random example mm. go to the store and will look to a magazine and she will say i don't know like an female actress full of wrinkles and like things on her face which is natural and see like oh I want to look like her in my seventh you know what I mean because that's the thing and I think this is what we've kind of been talking around trying to get to the like to mm. the like center of mm -hmm. your question mm. is that there are just such unfair beauty standards and mm. such unfair demands on women in so many different aspects mm. like and this is the problem yeah definitely. you know and like why shouldn't your mum for example like want to aspire to somebody her own age who has like natural skin aging yeah. and yeah. it's but she would maybe aspire to somebody who is like it's not a, a fair representation because it's somebody who has been like airbrush botox yada 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 you don't know and that's the the problem that we have and i think that this comes in so many different uh ways of life yeah. you know like unfair like you know for example like women are punished more for cheating it's really acceptable not acceptable but common for men yeah. to cheat but for yeah. a woman it's you know it's like a horror show it's, like, a horror show, it's yeah. like men can like gain weight you expect it or you know that classic thing of like Just oh he's like got them. a beer belly oh he's cute because he's happy how number one offensive to the man yeah, yeah. he's happy yeah, or yeah, he's typical, he's typical. letting himself go a bit but it's okay yeah. he's still he still has value and this is the exact problem yeah, a man's value is not tied to his appearance but a woman's value is tied to her appearance true. and that is exactly why magazines are not bold enough they can put pedro pascal brad pitt on the cover of a magazine completely yeah. unairbrushed yeah. looking great yeah. But they will never do that with like Nicole Kidman, Angelina, sure. yeah. or something like that because her value, and this is so not okay. And a woman is, we saw this recently with um, Billie Eilish, you know, yeah. absolutely horrible, crucified for gaining her, weight. She'd yeah. gained weight, right? Yeah. And it's just like, she's a like a teenage girl. It's, she's, yeah, she's so at 17 or something. It's so, and would that be the case with like Justin Bieber? People Probably. might comment on it, but they would. It it is so. It is it's bad from both sides as well. Yeah. And you're right to bring up toxic masculinity because I think that I don't know. Like maybe men, it's more of um like a funny or a cute thing when they gain weight. Like um, yeah, it's true. What's that phrase like? Dad bod. It's so offensive. It's, yeah, but, but it's, a woman, it's cute. It's, it, oh no, it's a good thing now. Like yeah. oh, I like a guy with a dad bod. A little like tummy or something. Yeah. But, hell would freeze over if that's like a female actress with that yeah and this course. is what we need to get away from a woman's worth is not tied to her yeah. 
ability to reproduce or how young she looks or how she looks in general because a man's worth isn't so if we want equality it needs to be the same for a woman so and what i think is really cool with jamila jamil is she has this thing where she asks people to magazine cover to not airbrush herself so i think for a year ago or something she just signed like a paper or something that please not airbrush my pictures Mm. and it kind of if they do the magazines or whatever the publication they will go legal I think it's a really good standpoint because you say, like, for me, it's not okay. I don't want to be portrayed as something I don't look like. I want yeah. people to look at my pictures and see me walking down the street and be like, oh, this is the same person. Cool. Because it's her personal choice. And I think it's really cool because that creates a bit of changes because I, I feel like if you see this picture of her mm-hmm. in a cover looking so natural, you're like, you know, that starts to getting into your brain with time. Yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, it got into our brains that, women has to look in a certain way the same way this works like the more you see it the more you get used to it and the more you're like it makes sense right Mm -hmm. and yeah i find it really interesting and and at the end her whole thing is talking about like all them women because obviously they airbrush everybody but the thing is since you are 50 50 and more they don't just touch men anywhere more, but women are super, super airbrushes. Yeah. And she did, like, a lot of examples of it. Like, she showed pictures of, like, um, Julia Moore, like, Angina Jolie, all these pictures. She was like, can you believe this? Like, they're literally, they look... First, this airbrushing, sometimes they look like not real skin ever. It looks like plastic mm-hmm. kind of life. Mm-hmm. Which also I understand, like, from a photography point of view. Because I, I found yeah. myself a few times, like, in this position of, like... <laughs> Where I do I stand with this? Because okay. I understand if it's something like makeup or fashion, they remove a lot of things to make it look, to don't, don't distract. Maybe just to say as well, for those who don't know, Enzo is a photographer. So it's exactly, if you're like, why is this why, guy yeah. getting so ill? Who is he? He is a photographer. So, yeah, so this is why yeah, you're, why, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. Um, so... But it's funny because they say they don't want anything that distracts the picture or the art of it. But why, like, your wrinkles are a distraction? I understand which is true. When, if it's a makeup picture, if you don't have, if the skin looks like a canvas, it looks better. In the picture, it looks, because you can focus on the makeup. But at the same time, this, with time, this creating, like, an idea of people look like this you know if we want something so clear why we don't make up put makeup on a mannequin you know but it's, the thing is it's, it's not it's, they're different types of pictures and i think maybe yeah. i didn't see the jamila jamal post but mm-hmm. this is the problem because it's i get it when you're doing a beauty shot and you are advertising an eyeshadow for example yeah. you want the skin to be extremely clear because you're selling the eyeshadow you want it to pop you don't want somebody to be like not a wrinkle but say acne it there's nothing wrong with it but it's you're drawing the the attention is going to be drawn away from the eyeshadow which you're selling i understand the problem is is that a lot of these like actor like the pedro pascal Mm. cover for example he was promoting something and it was a kind of you know like a candid portrait kind of thing it's just like just him and an amazing photo but there will be an equivalent of that with nicole kidman promoting something and just like a candid shot for like Verity magazine or something along those lines but sure as hell that picture is not going to be the same and I think that's the problem it's that it's not because I think maybe this is being unfair Mm -hmm. of me but Mm -hmm. I think sometimes come on like the photographer 
we know how it is. Like, yeah. the photographer isn't maybe always going to have the final say on things. Yeah, as well. But I just completely lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> my brain is like, meltdown. <laughs> it's like too much. This is like, <laughs> like, like the topic is like, <laughs> Claire's going to have a like, meltdown here. Like, like, guys, the world is so fair. Like, maybe they, yeah. maybe the photographer, maybe the photographer wanted to leave the wrinkles in or something, but maybe they didn't have the choice of it at the end of the day. Maybe it's the people that are selling the magazines who have the final say or like the managing yes. director or like the creative director or something like that who yeah. or maybe maybe it is the agent of the actor or you know or actress that could be. I f yeah i feel like the problem is again like why we believe that's the thing we're i don't know i i'm i'm still meet with this because i'm not sure where to stand yet i'm always trying to figure out myself like I like to edit a lot. I don't like edit a lot. What I should edit out? The thing is, like, we are thinking, like, all these things are distractions. But the truth is, like, humans, they have that. I mean, you have wrinkles and you have things. Okay, like, if it's acne, it could be complicated because you have a shadow. Of course, you don't want, like... Yeah. Because it, that, it can be distracting. But the rest, your natural self shouldn't be distracting. And I think we feel it's distracting because we're used to see it, like, in a perfect way. Which also, when it's... When it's photography, you say it's a form of art and it's a specific situation. Mm -hmm. I understand it's good to push it and maybe go like in this like edited way because it looks different, because it's an artistic approach or blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, beauty influenced life and like perceptions of beauty like in such a strong way. Yeah. And that's the problem. We're not yeah. just talking about a picture that it's an artistic picture and artistic photography, magazine mm. or whatever. We're talking about advertising that it's being displayed around the world. Yeah. And people yeah. see this and this get into your brain and it's weird like for example i never take a pictures of like an older person like 50s or 60s so i will never i haven't i haven't had the chance to sit in front yeah. of a picture and say like what i'm gonna edit yeah. here mm -hmm. what i'm gonna say like what i'm gonna do with this like i will like make the person look younger or i will like leave it as it is mm -hmm. but is it too much i don't know i wouldn't know and again as you say that comes by like creative director magazine was the style yeah. maybe the magazine is like a vogue with vogue you lately you don't know what vogue stands for sometimes but i want to ask you something like and be like Only. really like think about it for a second and mm -hmm. why you would prefer like being totally honest if you have to be like an, in a cover of a magazine yeah because you know probably that will happen like in a year time guys so exactly. get, get like, ready so this, this is actually like you know we're talking yeah. the future when right? we've been bought out our podcast we sold the podcast to those networks we're, we're gonna be like in time magazine we've had like a, a friendship breakup we've got back together they've done a piece about us in people um, magazine <laughs> we've already got the picture i know so this is my magazine <laughs> the, exclusive exactly. what enzo did the real story <laughs> right <laughs> literally that exactly in a year time yeah so they will put you it will be like a portrait of yourself in a cover of a magazine okay. you like to be airbrushed yes i would like to be airbrushed mm -hmm. but only certain things i mean we we talk about this when you're editing if when you yeah. take pictures of me what i would want yeah. i know for sure can i have my list of like things that i would want <laughs> yeah. you know i would be really self-conscious about because i think everybody has their stuff you know of, sure, of course I yeah definitely normal. would i used to have maybe you know like and i had this with acting mm -hmm. i used to have really really bad acne okay as you know And so my skin is a lot, a lot better now, but mm. I think if I had like broken out really badly around the photo shoot, you I would, I would be like, can, oh god, you know, can because you edit that? Yeah, of course. I would not be comfortable with that. The other thing that I would want, and I have to say, I do do this on my Instagram mm -hmm. pictures, yeah, you, is I like, um, um, would like whiten my teeth. 
Yeah. I know, like, in America, yeah, that's... It's kind of natural, it's like, though. I mean, but it's not. Natural. It's, it's airbrushing. True. You have to be like that. True. But yeah. would I want somebody to make me look younger? No. But then again, I'm not 30 yet. And I'm not sat here... I don't know how I would... If you're asking me this when I'm 50, no. maybe it's a whole different set of things. Yeah. I'm fairly happy with my appearance. Yeah. Little bits, I'd like to be edited. I would feel extremely uncomfortable if it made me thinner. That's Definitely. a whole other can of worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think... How about you? Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. And this, this falls into the point again. Like, But I don't know because like, if I'm used... <laughs> again, like, I feel sometimes if it's edited, it will look like more professional more like work on so it would be like it looks like a professional picture because also it's a view of it if you want to look like a magazine you look you need to look a bit like not the real version of yourself and that's itself fucked up if i look like you take a picture of me here and you put in the cover of a magazine <laughs> i will look at the cover of the magazine like why is this picture looks so simple why where's the it. the magic behind it kind but of thing it's the, the cover is like Enzo's version of People magazine, but they've gone for a very like pared down. It's black and white, for example. It's the real Enzo, and well, they've not, done you, it. That's you know, the typical, yeah. Like that kind of thing. I think it doesn't really need editing. To be honest, I will, if that is something like yeah, like pimples or something like, like but not my 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 face because yeah. I don't like the idea like change your nose. I don't. This is Oof, awful God, or your no. eyes yeah. or things like that, and that's the really problem. That's well. so problematic. It's yeah. like why yeah. and and yeah, but yeah, probably. But I don't know if it's because I'm used to like I wouldn't like to look like too casual. Maybe I don't know. You know mm. what I mean? I want to look like Can I, I because I'm, yeah yeah. Let's go for it. Would. Uh, would you like it if they you're kind of you're kind of hench anyway yeah. like you're built would you like it if they made you bigger like bit, no that no? would make me so okay. depressed i would hate it i would hate it because I, I you know the thing is i don't like like uh like lie to myself kind of thing okay and so i wouldn't like to see myself in a thing that i don't i'm not and maybe i would like to achieve you know i don't like it that's why yeah. when people edit too much pictures for me it's like because you know i will wouldn't like that for myself. If I look like that, it's because I actually look like that. Yeah, and then you're like, wow, my body's looking so yeah. good. I'm so proud of myself. Exactly. You know, that kind of thing. I understand. But, I wonder if they yeah. do that. Do you think they do that? For men? Yeah. Probably a bit, but not. With, uh, with women, they do it. Like, boobs, ass, whatever. <laughs> of course, they make everything bigger. Well, now it's bigger. Probably in the 90s, was slimmer. For sure. Because smaller it was waist a smaller waist. But now, yeah. because uh, all the trends, so it's boom, boom, boom. Thing, you know, like the whole thing. For men, I don't think it's that much, definitely. I don't see, no. like, in a magazine, like, making the bomb or the guy bigger, you know. For I the... bet they do some enhancements. So for, I'm thinking of, like, a Chris Hemsworth, men's health, you know, where he's all, all got his top off. They're going to add some, like, definition Maybe. to those apps well, or something. Also, like, I know for, like, I think we're going, it can be this forever, but just to finish. I know, like... <laughs> we can't go on about this forever! <laughs> I know, like, in men's health, before the shoot, they do, like, a lot of exercise. It's oh, like, yeah. they do, like, a, I think, like, a two-hour session before the shoot, and they go straight to the shoot because their muscles are, like, like, um... Pumped. Pumped, yeah, for, like, two hours, an hour and a half. It's just for the shoot. 
So... But that makes perfect sense to me. I think there's yeah. absolutely no problem in that. At least it's natural. Also, if I had a yeah. shoot, like when I used to have acting jobs, I would work out before because it made me feel good. And it makes... Yeah. I, I that's still well up. And your body's like, uh, you know... like Ready and like ready. Yeah, loose yeah. and everything like that. And, you know, so... Yeah. It's, it's, it's a topic. What an interesting topic. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. could honestly go on about this forever. Yeah. I would love to if, hear people's yeah. opinions. If on, you're watching on, on YouTube, yeah. uh, probably if you are, like yeah. we will put here the cover, the magazine Definitely. covers to compare. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It's and since that point that Jamila Jamil like say like when she was talking about this, I, I can I can stop seeing it. Like yeah. every single time I see a magazine cover, and it's like look at this man, not Photoshop. Look at this woman, full Photoshop. It's, uh, now I think that's good when people they bring up this conversation. I agree. And, and I think especially her, she has such a big influence over whatever is even better. And yeah, it makes us talk. One thing I just want to say to just like wrap that up, I think it's so alarming that we, because for me, I would say that I'm quite in tune with that kind of stuff. Mm. I didn't even notice. It didn't even cross my mind when I saw that Pedro Pascal cover. And that's, that really shocked me because I thought it's so true. It's just that mm. we're so conditioned and used to seeing women in a certain way, men in a certain way. And I think it's so good that people kind of, make you you know look at yourself and think yep. come on what you know what are your standards of beauty as well and what are you used to yep. and it's not completely our fault but i think we need to be aware of it and i agree i think once you yeah. see it you can't unsee it yeah now it's like um, which is which is good to have this conversation sometimes it seems like it's pointless but i'm sure like the two people that watch our podcast well the 24 because we're 24 subscribers you. now we have a lot of views i'm joking thank you guys but the, the people that look at our podcast weekly yeah. on youtube in the video they will like now probably you will think about this as well like you will think about it every single time You'll you see think, a cover god what have they done to that poor claire yeah, you know, like... and so he has his drink <laughs> and claire is like <laughs> under a filter you know oh, so no just teasing but um, so, yeah. this is all cool. real that's all real but anyway it's it remember that the filter conversation this is actually a, this podcast takes a lot of editing because the filter that Claire puts on herself only I'm telling you guys exactly but yeah <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. I'm just like excuse me don't you know it's a very interesting topic thank you Wednesday <laughs> my pleasure <laughs> so I think it's time for Claire's secret topic of the week um so are you ready for my topic Enzo I am ready. Of course I'm ready, Claire. What type okay, of question is this, Claire? Move my chair. Ooh, okay. I'm actually um, a little apprehensive. Is this a topic something we is related to something we have talked before or is it totally something new for us to discuss here? Here on this podcast yeah. or in the Enzo and Claire friendship? <laughs> Both. Okay, we did touch on I don't know where I'm like building it up, <laughs> but we actually touched on this in if you guys haven't seen it yet, we did a reaction, a very controversial reaction to the Maluma uh, and Weekend. Okay. We touched on it there. If okay. you can I want you to guess actually. Okay. And we've spoken a little bit, not too much, and certainly not recently, about this topic. Okay. What do you think it then. is? Um <laughs> something maybe along the lines of like um sexuality or like oh. something about oh because we gays <laughs> dun, 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 dun. homosexuals <laughs> um actually no okay but I that's thought, super uh, interesting uh, yeah i thought yeah. we were going that way because, because yeah. yeah in the malima video we, we were like what talking about that Check kind it. of thing yeah definitely watch it i'll leave it in the cards <laughs> um but no it's actually 
about yeah. cultural appropriation. Oof, oof, what oof, a topic. Oof. You're literally like, oof. Okay, three actions. <laughs> okay, I think, I think. well, let me explain where it comes okay. from or why I wanted to talk about this and I would just love to hear your opinion. Explain yourself, Claire. I will. Okay, okay so, well, it made me, yesterday I saw an article that was talking about, it was actually not related to cultural appropriation. At first of all, I thought it was, but it wasn't. It was to do with how, um, like, fashion designers in Australia are using, um, like, indigenous fashion techniques more and it's actually sustainable and super Mm -hmm. interesting but it made me think about a video that i had seen in japan Mm -hmm. there's this subculture of people men and women who emulate the chicano or chicana lifestyle okay so for people that don't do you actually know what chicano or chicana is i'll just say chicano just for the like purposes because otherwise it's going to be a lot if i'm saying both okay (laughs) but i know female spanish is a male (laughs) o please have some respect i'll just say chicano (laughs) for the purposes of this podcast i think i'm I'm, i get i it's a hard thing to talk about and i want to just acknowledge that whatever i say I know that I am a white middle class woman. Um, I am aware of my privilege, so of course I will. I would like to think I'm a respectful person, yeah, but course. I know where I'm coming from. I know that I'm able to say these things with a certain amount of privilege. So I just want to say that at the yeah, top yeah, as well. Cool. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, you know, please I'm, don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cancel me in this. And it's like, please get to the point, woman. Right. So there's a subculture in Japan. They these people emulate the Chicano lifestyle. Chicano means a an American citizen who was born in America, but they have Mexican descent. Ah, okay. So their parents were born in Mexico, or their grandparents were born in Mexico, but they're born and bred in the U.S. Yeah. But they want to acknowledge their Mexican roots. So it's not, it's very specific. It's not like Latinos in America. It's like Mm Mexican-American. And of course, not all Mexican-Americans are going to identify as a Chicano. Yeah. But it's super interesting because, and it's it's in a a part of LA as well, where there's like a big Mexican-American community. So cross over to Japan there's this group and these people like take it really really seriously and they've got the low rider cars you know like the cars that like Mm -hmm. bounce they're like they interview these girls who are you know um doing makeup like it's kind of like a very 90s kind of look just for you know we we, for the for the youtube watchers will insert a picture but for our audio listeners it just to describe it's kind of like dark lit maybe bandanas yeah yeah, yeah. very like baggy Mm -hmm. street kind of clothes um, and yeah, with the cars as well, that's a big part of it. And they really, really take this. They're, they're living that that lifestyle in yeah. Japan. They interview a singer who is like a Chicano singer. She's Japanese, but she actually like raps in Spanish and English okay. and Japanese as well. And um, yeah, so there are a couple of videos about it. I want to share my opinion, but yeah. I want to hear Enzo's first. But yeah that's basically it and i just thought it was so interesting and i think the 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 question that the video was posing like Mm. is this cultural appropriation or is it a bad or a good thing or what is it around this and i just think it's a very interesting topic and there's a lot of different layers to it but we'll talk about it more but from that what do you think so yeah really interesting 
difficult topic. Um, cultural appropriation is such a difficult thing. I feel like I'm still learning out of it a lot. Okay. I feel like a few years ago, like kind of recent, I will say, I didn't understand a lot of things. And I'm kind of like learning along the way mm-hmm. because it's many layers. And I feel going back to your example of Japan, I think Japan has a, it's like a different animal because it's like a subculture of that as well, which is like, they do this a lot of, like, I know they have like thematic places or restaurants where people just want to, where Japanese they just want to be like American, like um, cleaners, things like that. Okay, I saw this in a yeah. show. It was it kind of, it's not even like a sexual thing at all. It's just like, there was this place like in a restaurant they were all dressed as a cleaners and there was like a fantasy and you were eat to this place and they really love their job. This is like something I feel like it's similar to your example. Like they have a kind of like, um, they take these ideas of another cultures and they take from themselves and they create like a whole, co- in, like, yeah. like, you know, like a second subculture thing, which is like paying tribute to a different thing, which for me is like, I think it is cultural appropriation in a way, but at the same time, I think they see it as like admiration, which is I think is the thin line between cultural appropriation and not cultural appropriation because I feel people always pass it as a admiration or as I like it something so much that I want to be like that. Yeah, I think it's the line itself. between cultural appropriation being good or bad. Yeah, that's the it line. Is, yeah, it true. is cultural appropriation in both examples, I think. The difference with the example, and this is kind of what they pick up on, is, you know, like, so this, so the Chicano, Mm -hmm. it was actually a movement. I didn't know that. It was a movement in the 70s when Mexican-Americans were being oppressed. Okay. And so it has its roots in politics and rebellion. Mm -hmm. And so this guy that was interviewing some of these people in Japan was saying, and this this is the problem, I think, where... the issue with cultural appropriation comes is that Mexican-Americans could be punished or, you know, treated in an unfair way for dressing like that. And it was yeah. a sign of resistance. Yeah. But in those these people in Japan in, like, 2020, they're not going to face those same consequences. And I think it was really interesting, and mm. it will leave a link to the to the video that I'm referring to, but... Mm. In one case, they there's um, this girl who is you know the singer, the singer that I was mm-hmm. talking about was earlier. Was that the singer? It's something like uh, I don't want to like okay. say the wrong okay. thing, but okay. it's it's she's not famous. Mm-hmm. She's just I mean yeah, she just it's she's like a Chicano singer, but in Japan okay. it's so funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but the girl is going through her wardrobe with her, and she's mm-hmm. got all of these like bandanas and crop tops and stuff, and then she brings out like um, a costume, and it's mm-hmm. a prisoner outfit. And she's like, wow, okay. And the girl says, you know, I have a lot of Mexican-American friends who would find this, like, deeply offensive. Of course. And it's, like, the worst stereotype of a Mexican. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she kind of responds to it really well and says, yeah. you know, I'm obviously not going to always get it right. But I think that's... Are these things kind of reinforcing it? Or, or where is it where is it fair to kind of adopt somebody's culture? And this is kind that's, of the question. Yeah. I, I, I think, again... I don't I think I don't know how to stand with the Japan thing because they do this a lot and I quite don't understand it. I think it's a fascination with other cultures that are not Asian. Yeah. And they do this type of things a lot that they embrace a character like this or they want to live a life that is not their life because I don't know, maybe they don't appreciate being Asian. And I think it's going to very I, like other places. So 
Yeah, or maybe yeah. I don't think it's about not appreciating their own culture or not wanting to be Asian. I think it might be to do with the fact that I get the impression that in Japan it's a very homogenous society yeah. and especially for women yeah. they have to be maybe it's more acceptable for women to be kind of like all the worst stereotypes of asian women like mm. submissive or cute and girly yeah, yeah. and some people are just not going to be like that not because of their culture but just because that's not who they are and they so are. maybe that's why i don't know in we'd have to ask somebody from japan what they think but yeah. maybe that's where it comes from that kind of like I don't really fit what the ideal version of like a Japanese person so I want is. To be yeah, so like else. I identify with this like Chicano subculture yeah. and I I think it's it's was surprising to me because it was very intense. It wasn't yeah. like oh sometimes I'm gonna kind of dress in this way. It was yeah. like no, this is their life. This is life. And um, yeah. It's it's a really difficult thing because I've I mean, personally, I think it's a really fucked up idea. Like, they really, like, change their way of life or way of living or who they are to become a person that, in theory, is living somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, they're literally kind of like... It's like, I'm from here, but I don't want to feel like I'm from here. So everything Mm -hmm. that defines me like I'm Japanese, I will take that out and I will pretend I'm somebody that lives somewhere else and has a different type of life. Okay. Because of the aesthetics or whatever. Because I don't know, like, why they choose, for example, this. It's like, they think it's cool. They think it looks cool. They think, historically, it's interesting for them to feel like they live through that. You know what I mean? Because I think normally, cultural appropriation comes from, it looks cool. Because we like how yeah. it looks. Yeah. The problem is, how it looks, it can have a lot of, like, historical implications. Exactly. Which is, happens all the time, yeah. like, with hairdos with yeah. body with um co- costumes like pieces of uh clothing mm-hmm. like yeah. they have like historic they have um traditional implications they have a lot yeah. of things and that's why it can be offensive because it's not yeah. like because a garment of a makeup or the way you comb your hair doesn't it's not just it's pretty it has mm. nowadays maybe it's different for like now in the future but because also this is changing but i feel like from the history side of it, it always has an implication why it's like that. So mm-hmm. I wonder, like, um, why they do it? Why they choose to... It's just admiration. It's just because they think it looks cool, or... It was kind of a mix of different things. I think it was... They liked the aesthetic of it. I think for the women, it definitely felt like it's kind of... Because the Chicano or Chicana thing is very, like, uh, street. So it's very okay. not... Kind of thing. typical Japanese girl it's yeah. like the opposite of like girly girl of course yeah. even though I hate that kind of thing but yeah, you know yeah. it's like not like that it's not typically feminine yeah. and they were kind of liking that and they they, you know these some of the girls are really cool they're like I want to take care of myself I want to be able to defend myself it's not about mm. fighting but you know I want to be strong that kind mm. of thing yeah. so it was about that I don't a lot of them did you know they had done a lot of research and they knew a lot That's about the history crazy. I found it interesting thinking about how, why don't they go and live in LA why are they not drawn to kind of or is it that do they like being a little bit different or outside but in Japan and of course like I'm not saying like they should just leave Japan if they if they so love yeah. this thing they should you know do that no but if they because it felt like they identified they they felt they found truth that was the impression that I got they found a like a kinship with this 
but people. That's a fun thing because if they move to LA, they wouldn't be interesting anymore. They will be, they will be the fake ones. Because yeah. why you will go to True. because they they can play a character in Japan, yeah. which for them is not maybe playing because it's their life in theory. Yeah. But if they go where this is actually happening, they will be like they were mocking them, which I is get the you, point of which like, is, you're not like Mexican yeah, American. Why you're like why you're doing yeah. why you why you're faking this? You are not us. Yeah. And I think that's a problem of culture appropriation that it's difficult to understand sometimes because I understand like admiration for something for how it looks of how how it is or whatever but the thing is like when it comes you you have a privilege to do these things because you're not suffering or you're not part of exactly. the things or you're not living the history that these people are or yeah. went through yeah so yeah it's i don't know it's i don't know sometimes where to stand with this type of things because i of course, I don't like people when they say, oh, I don't believe in that full culture probation where one war, we should all share everything or whatever we like. But that ha- is very insensitive also things to say because, you know, like, again, this this culture, look, these people from this culture, they look like that because some reasons. And it's not just about because it's pretty. It's not just because I put, like, a t-shirt on and yeah. look like that. So that's the thing, but also... <sighs> I don't know, what I feel is, like, sometimes you may admire something, but I think there's ways to admire which is not using them just for yourself to, you know what I mean? Like, if you admire the Japanese culture, maybe it's just better to go to Japan and maybe do something there that will make you feel part of the community and feel that you're giving something back because you love what's the culture overall than just wearing a kimono you know what i mean i get you i get you but then what if you can say like but that's kind of sad though why shouldn't you let somebody who feels so kind of connected to i mean in the video the girl kind of makes this point i i don't and this is something i wanted to bring up with you Mm -hmm. because she says yeah oh i love it when i go to blah, 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 and I see, uh, you know, that people have samurai swords on T-shirts. Yeah. Or what if I go to America and say, well, you eat sushi and you use chopsticks. Is that a problem? I don't know what you think, but I don't think that's a fair example. It's the samurai not... thing, maybe, but I don't think... Because then, like, the them, we're of both of, like, Italian origin. Yeah. Should we both be offended that people are eating pasta? No, it's ridiculous. No, of, course. of course not. But it's yeah. like... Food is a different example. That is not cultural yeah. appropriation. I see where she's coming from. Yeah. But that's not really the same thing because a- anyone can say that then. Any, because we all, well, we live yeah. in London. Like, there's every single food yeah. ever you could want ever. Of course. And it's it's kind of like a good thing. It kind it, of like teaches you yeah. more about, because yeah. you might think, oh, like, I haven't had that food before. Let me look up about that country. Maybe it is offensive to see somebody wearing like a samurai sword thing on a t-shirt because that's yeah um i think because food food is different because probably doesn't have historical implication as much as other things yeah i don't know culture for me it's difficult sometimes i have like um as back to what we were saying before mm-hmm. like um i have like mixed views about it because sometimes it's true like maybe you admire something and i don't know if it's something like really like it's part of like idea of we need to consume and we need to have and we need to have for us to feel that we're part of it that we need to like i love 
I don't know, example again, Japanese culture and I love, um, I don't know, kimonos. I love kimonos, whatever. Yeah. I think they're amazing and they look beautiful. And for me to appreciate it, I feel like I need to have it. Okay. You don't think that's part of our culture of buying, taking, or maybe it's a natural human thing that we need to need to have it to think that we're part of it. You know what I mean? It's weird because I don't know why to appreciate something. We need, we have the need to physically have it all the way to feel like oh you know i can't appreciate something without having it you know i can't appreciate something else without like actually buying something buying a thing that will offend somebody but at the same time i would like to buy something like that maybe if i feel it but why <laughs> you know it's i get you why why can't they just kind of admire it kind of from a distance like that kind of thing which would be it's actually would be less harmful i guess because you're not you're just admiring without taking it as yours. And yeah. Use. But at the same time, this goes many ways. But if we go for garments and it goes back to fashion, fashion is also a way, it's a way of like experimenting this and putting thing. things together and recreate things. And there's a thin line where like, where it's good and where it's bad because it's a form of art at the same time. I think it would be you know, a problem if, for example, you know, like somebody was kind of taking some things from like black culture for example Mm -hmm. but then also being like hideously racist or something you know or like that kind of thing or like to keep with the japanese example you know they do you know what i mean like they they took certain things but then they didn't realize that they also had like a whole judgment around that and i think that's where it's an issue and i think that probably is true yeah for in a lot of cases yeah um I think it's also, I think that in this example, how I ended up feeling yeah. was, it really, for the for these people that are emulating the Chicano lifestyle, because this is, it's a whole nother layer. It's not like wearing a kimono occasionally, or, like you know, life. it's, it's like yeah. you literally their yeah, life. And I yeah. think it was interesting that you touched on like, why don't they feel kind of like, comfortable in like Japanese society not to say that you have to like you're Japanese you have to like stick in that kind of thing but I think that's kind of an interesting part of it that this is happening in Japan it's not it's a bit different and there's like a whole different yeah. thing about Japanese culture but it really did feel like admiration they really did kind of admire hmm. these people and I just think it's sad that I think in general it's just sad that you know anyone is oppressed and of course you know yeah. that's the kind of root cause of it, of it. and of course because it is. Yeah. they're not being oppressed for it but they shouldn't be oppressed for dressing like that or you know black people shouldn't be oppressed for wearing their hair in a certain way and then yeah. it should be okay for white people to wear their hair in a certain way that just yeah. shouldn't be an issue at all but it is but it is it's, like, and no, it's, a good point. it's not okay yeah but that is so i think I don't know, and I, I I think it's probably really personal as well, hmm. because you might speak to, like, a Mexican-American and they will be like, this is deeply offensive, yeah. like, it's not okay, like, we fought to kind of be able to kind of, this style is, like, this fashion is yeah. rooted in political activism, or then a Mexican-American will be like, oh my god, I really, really don't care, like, good for them, they're, like, they're loving it, they're, they're yeah. living, they're admiring our it's culture. It's true, it's really personal as well. And I think maybe that's the mm. case with other examples that we have mentioned as well, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it would be interesting to keep talking about this topic in different, because I think it has different implications, depends on the direction you take it. Yeah. Like, it depends on how it transforms, like, because it's culture profession, like, in fashion, music, 
um, culture. So it's many ways. And I think mm. it has different levels of wrong or bad type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think uh, at the end of the day, I feel if somebody is feeling um, uh, offended by something, it means something. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, oh yeah, but everybody can get offended. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But if actually you're doing something that even if it's two people feeling offended, it's something that you should look into because okay. maybe you're not understanding why you don't know their story. And like, for example, we have a lot of privilege that a lot of people don't have. Some yeah. other people that have privilege that we don't have. And yeah. so that's why you need to be sensitive enough to stop for a second and listen and be like, that's fair enough. And yeah. if, if that's enough, if you felt offended, it's because something like why you can just ignore it. And I think that's something that for example, I try to do, like, because for me, it's this topic, it's, mm. I've been, like, kind of changing my mind during time and yeah. trying to understand it better because sometimes, yeah, it falls into, like, admiration or, like, being offensive or not, and it's some, it has many layers, mm. so I think at the end, it's just stop and listen and see what... I agree. Especially the person who is in the position, say. I think so, and I think also, you know, like, if you want to kind of emulate a different culture, it kind of... You know, for example, like, if I decided I wanted to kind of, like, wear my hair in, like, dreadlocks, for example, Mm. like, I would not be comfortable doing that because I already feel that that's kind of offensive and, like, Mm. stealing a culture. But I think I would have a conversation with a black friend and say, you're obviously not going to represent all of, like, the black community, but can we have a discussion about how that would feel as me as a white woman having dreadlocks, for example? I think that would be a good place to come from it yeah. to kind of understand somebody else's experience that like you're you're never gonna you're never gonna you know, know it you know yeah. as always leave us a comment and tell us kind of if how you feel about this very heavy topic if you have any experience about this will be interesting to listen to definitely especially if you're yeah. in you know you're from a different community to us or you know from a different background i think yeah. we would definitely love to hear your point of view your experience because we're always looking to grow it, ourselves yeah. and hopefully we'll yeah. encourage you to have conversations it would be cool if somebody from japan that it's part of or, was part, <gasps> or know that. somebody from like a yeah. community or like subculture like this like to comment something here because it will be super so super cool it will be like really yeah because sure. it's good to know every single point of view I at think the end. So. Like, it's so know. tricky isn't it it's really tricky i know we yeah, can yeah, keep yeah. on talking about this yes. but i think we need to it, yes we need to wrap it up <laughs> because we don't want to give you too much of ourselves guys we have to exactly. like little like little pieces little pieces and pieces yeah. yeah so you can always come back to us <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like um it's been a really cool um episode I it's love been these like topics. We're very excited for the next episode. I won't reveal anything about the next episode, but it's a really special one. It's going to be a bit different than this one. Yeah, a little bit more relaxed, let's say. Yeah, and it's cool (laughs) because it's like we have just four episodes, like full, and now the number five, the fifth one, is like a bit different. different. It's kind of like a good thing. You need to go back. Yeah, next tune in week. for episode five. Yeah, because it's gonna be yeah. cool one. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you so much yes. to watching. Thank us you and listen to us again. And don't forget to like, comment, keep us up on the algorithm, and also subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like a fake laugh. Use <laughs> <a> laugh track. <laughs> Guys, see you yeah. next week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much and for watching. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>